1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you on a Thursday afternoon, budget day. That budget, by the way, comes down at three o'clock. So I don't get to talk about it today, but we can speculate, anticipate Angela Kokov though, will have full budget coverage for you coming up after three o'clock. Now, our previous guest made a point about uh, diversifying revenue. Maybe this is something the Alberta government might look at. Uh, obviously, right now, we don't have a sugar tax or a soda tax uh, in Alberta. No doubt that uh, putting one in would raise some revenue. And, look, I, you know, I'm kind of torn on this because, I, look, I think we all acknowledge sugar is unhealthy. We do have uh, taxes that apply to other unhealthy things that are meant in part to discourage their use. I mean, tobacco being an obvious one. But how big a problem is sugar consumption? And how effective are these taxes at actually addressing those problems? Because we can look at jurisdictions that have put these kinds of taxes in place. I mean, Mexico is, is one in particular. A lot of people have been watching. Well, it does seem as though there has been a, a decline in the sales of these uh, sugary drinks. But is it actually leading to improved health outcomes? That's a little less clear. Well, a new study out today finds that a sugar levy, a sugar tax would have a big impact. News release here says new research by the University of Waterloo, commissioned by leading health organizations, reveals an excise levy on companies that produce sugary drinks would go far in reducing death, disability, and health care costs. New research expands on a recent analysis that projected sugary drink consumption among Canadians and the resulting health and economic impacts by estimating the benefit of a levy on sugary drinks. According to the study, within the next 25 years, 20% excise levy on the manufacturers of these drinks would result in more than 13,000 lives saved, prevent more than 600,000 cases of obesity, up to 200,000 cases of type 2 diabetes, and a reduction in heart disease, cancer, strokes as well. Joining us on the line is Jake Reed, a senior leader in government relations for Diabetes Canada. Uh, Jake, Diabetes Canada, one of the groups that commissioned this study, Correct.
0: Absolutely, yes. There are a number of uh, organizations, I believe there are five of us in total, that helped to commission this study, and a further 20 national organizations and provincial organizations that uh, have supported it.
1: All right. Well, what's interesting to me uh, is that, I mean, it seems as though Canadians are already consuming fewer sugary drinks. Consumption is already on the decline, isn't it?
0: Well, that's what the industry has said for, for sugary drinks. Uh, they've said that you know, the, it's on the decline. But what we're finding uh, from this study in particular is that it's still extremely high, uh, that Canadians are purchasing on average, uh, the average Canadian, about 444 milliliters of sugary drinks per person per day. And, and that's an average, uh, which is uh,
1: extremely high. Okay, how are we defining sugary drinks? I mean, are we talking about you know juice, et cetera, or are we just talking about like soda pop, basically? Okay.
0: Yeah, well, it depends on your, on your definition, but, of course, this was looking at a number of things we're talking. Soda pop, uh, energy drinks, sweetened coffees, uh, even was looking at drinkable yogurts, sweetened teas, all those sorts of things. Sport drinks sort of fall into this category, but only some of those really are we seeing from this research uh, are deserving of a sugary drink levy at this time.
1: Okay, right, because, I mean, a, you know, a cup of grape juice has as much sugar as a cup of Pepsi.
0: Yeah, well, correct. Uh, not only that, but of course your, your cup of, uh, of uh, soda pop of Pepsi uh, really has no particular nutritional value either.
1: Well, okay, that, that's fine, but I mean, you know, you could take some, some vitamin C and then wash it down with a Pepsi. I guess what, what, what's the issue we're trying to address here?
0: What we're trying to address is that really the single greatest contributor of sugar in our diets, which is really high in Canada, uh, you know, looking at the world, are sugary drinks. And that we're really consuming that average that I talked about, that 444 milliliters of a sugary drink. That really is meaning that the average person is taking in more sugar just through that sugary drink than we should have in our diet for the entire day. Uh, and the way that we're consuming it, because it's in that liquid form, means that you're not, you're not getting that, um, uh, that filled up feeling that you would have from eating something else sugary like cake or something where you, you might want, you know, your body would sort of stop you and say, hey, I'm full we don't necessarily get that from the sugary drink. And in fact, what we do is we reach for that sugary drink along with something else while we're eating. So we're trying to really uh, curb consumption, increase the health of Canadians. And the other added benefit is, is a reinvestment of that levy into health promotion activities.
1: Okay, so where would a levy have to be at? Or tax, I guess we can call it. What would it have to be at? I mean, people would have to notice it for it to have any kind of meaningful impact, right?
0: You're exactly right, uh, and that's why we, we ask for an excise levy, which is really just a fancy way of saying that you want to make sure that that, that is the price on the shelf. You need to increase the price on the shelf so that the consumer sees it uh, in order to help curb behavior. Uh, that's what we're calling for.
1: So what would that idea, at least ideally, what would that be at? Mm.
0: Well, the, uh, the World Health Organization has sort of set a, 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 you know, their best estimate at 20%. And this, this research goes into that to look at what if we set it at 10%, what if we set it at 20% or 30%. And the numbers that you just gave, I think at the, at the top of this, where you talked about reduction of cases in diabetes, 200,000 cases of diabetes, and, and number of cases of cancer, was based on the assumption of a 20% sugary tax levy.
1: Right. But, I mean, obviously from there, there's a lot of assumptions being made about the impact that's going to have.
0: Uh, absolutely. I mean, these are, these are forecasts, but it's based on research. It's based on research, based on data, uh, based on what we've seen in other countries. Uh, there are estimates that are made about how we're helping to save the health of Canadians, as well as what the revenue potential of that is.
1: It's interesting because, you know, a lot of, a lot of soda pop is pretty cheap, right? And I, I notice at supermarkets, sometimes you can buy a two-liter or for a dollar, all of a sudden mm. a two liter a pop is dollar is twenty. I mean, that's still pretty cheap.
0: Uh, one would think so, but really it's based on the research. And it shows that we can curb behavior with something as, uh, well, as little as you're saying is 20%. And it actually does have an impact. And part of it, of course, is the discussion we're having. I mean, you've got listeners on the line right now that are hearing this. It's a national discussion that we need to have around this. Uh, when you, you put a levy or a tax on something, then you start to say, well, why are we doing that? And that starts a national discussion about uh, the, uh, the uh, you know, benefits of, of drinking uh, water and other healthy drinks and not having sugary drinks in our diet.
1: Okay, let's talk specifically. I'll ask you about diabetes because you're with Diabetes Canada. So sure. what are we seeing in terms of trends of, of rates of, of diabetes in Canada?
0: So rates of type 2 diabetes, uh, with not type 1 diabetes, that's something that you, uh, you know, we don't have control over, but type 2 diabetes uh, are going up. No question, right across Canada. Uh, we've got about uh, 3.5 million people right now with diabetes in Canada. And when you combine that with people with pre-diabetes, you've got about 11 million people, about a third of our population, with diabetes and pre-diabetes right now. And those rates have been increasing. So this is something of a uh, big concern, obviously, and it's one of the drivers of the cost of our health care system.
1: Yeah, that's pretty substantial. Uh, so how much of that is connected to consumption of sugary drinks, do you think?
0: So the estimates of this particular report say that over a 25-year period, if we did institute a 20% excise levy on sugary drinks, that we may be able to prevent up to 200,000 cases of type 2 diabetes during that time, which is significant.
1: Have we noticed in jurisdictions that have tried this, or do you think it's too soon to tell, have we seen reductions in in obesity or type 2 diabetes in in jurisdictions that have implemented these kinds of taxes?
0: Yes, and and, you know you mentioned uh, a few of them. There's a number of countries like France and Finland and Hungary, but Mexico is one of those standards because uh, uh, it's it's relatively recently. But what they noticed was uh, that with, and they used a 10% levy, by the way, is my understanding, Uh, they saw approximately uh, a 10% reduction. in in consumption, which, again, doesn't sound like very much, but that's all taken into consideration in this research. It certainly is enough. Uh, And it also uh, is impacting people who tend to buy more sugary drinks. So uh, people in sort of the lower um, socioeconomic strata are purchasing less sugary drinks, and they are more susceptible to getting things like type 2 diabetes and having cancer and so on. So there has been... Um, a lot of research put into this to demonstrate that it can have an effect, and now other well, yeah. countries are also looking at this, like the UK. And in fact, here in Canada, the Northwest Territories is a province that said they will have tax by
1: 2018. Well, okay. I, I guess coming back to Mexico, because I, I think that the decline in consumption has been documented, but mm-hmm. I, I just wonder: have we seen any kind of corresponding declines in obesity or diabetes or anything else?
0: Right. Yeah. So these are, uh, I, I honestly can say that it's fairly new. Uh, we probably haven't yet seen all those markers, uh, but based on what we know, we can track how this will affect a person's uh, being overweight or being obese. And just uh, based on those markers alone, we know that we're having an effect. It just makes sense if we're, if people are not getting as obese or not being overweight, that we are affecting their health and their health outcomes.
1: All right. So is, is this something that would need to be implemented at, at the federal level? how? I, I don't know if it's, it's your expertise necessarily on how this would be implemented, but is this something that, that needs to be done across the country? Can provinces do this? Can cities do that?
0: Well, ideally, yes. I mean, ideally, this is something that we would see right across the country. That would be terrific. And that's why Diabetes Canada has joined these organizations to to ask to see this in the federal budget. And this is something that uh, uh, the federal government has said that they are looking at. Uh, but it certainly could be implemented anywhere. My, my point to the Northwest Territories, they say they are planning a tax on soda pop. Uh, for 2018 because they believe that their rates of diabetes are quite high and they're very concerned about it and they want to do something about it. We've also seen in the states, for example, there are cities that have taken this on um, and there are states that are taking this on. So I I think that any level of government, um, if they have the wherewithal, if they have the ability to affect those taxes, could implement it. And uh, we're calling on, on all leadership, really, to do something about it.
1: All right. Well, people can read more. Diabetes.ca. Jake, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Excellent. Thanks a Have a Take care. A good day? You too. Jake Reed, Senior Leader of Government Relations with Diabetes Canada. It's one of the groups that commissioned this study along with the Canadian Cancer Society, the Childhood Obesity Foundation, Heart and Stroke Canada, and the Chronic Disease Prevention Alliance of Canada. 403-974-8255. Let's come back with your calls right after this.